Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves that we can as we continue to serve our Lord and Master. Today, I was kind of just thinking, you know, I was thinking about certain aspects um, of my life, you know, and, and you kind of think about alternate realities. You know, you think about, well, what if this wouldn't have happened? How would this have changed? Or if I hadn't gone through this, how would this change? You know, uh, I don't know if you ever sit back and think about that, but, you know, I kind of just think about how things um, would be different if I made this decision or if I didn't make this decision. Right. But that got me thinking about God's plan for me. Right. You know, and sometimes with that connotation of God's plan, we think sometimes that the path for God's plan for you is going to be somewhat easy. Um, but but today's podcast topic, that, that's kind of what we want to talk about today is sometimes God's plan for you is not pleasant. Sometimes God's plan for you is not pleasant. Well, what do you mean by, by not pleasant? You know, you, you think about, and we're going to look at a, a couple um a couple of accounts today. We're going to look at uh, Joseph. Uh, we're going to look at Paul. We're going to look at Christ, and we're going to look at these three men, and we're going to see that we're going to see God's plan for them. But we're also going to see how, even though some things were a part of God's plan, it wasn't necessarily the most pleasant thing for them to go through. And we're going to kind of look at how they got through it, and we're going to look at the strength that we can gain by going through those things okay and so let's start let's start with our first one let's start with joseph and and i know we talk about joseph a lot but that's one that's one guy i try to be like all the time yeah joseph we all know everything that he went through but let's let's fast forward to when joseph is in jail right And, and after he's in jail the bible says that joseph is in jail for two full years. If you were Joseph, what would you be thinking within those two years is a long time. You know, we kind of pass by that verse and just keep reading. Like two years is a long time. Like I remember being at the at the school of preaching. Sometimes those days literally seem like years. Like it seemed like we were there forever. But it was just two years. And so imagine being somewhere where you're wrongfully accused for two years. What kind of stuff would you be thinking about? And, and that's kind of how I like to study. I try to kind of get into their minds. If you're Joseph, I think I'm thinking about my brothers. If I'm Joseph, I think I'm thinking about my father. If I'm in jail, I'm thinking about Potiphar's wife who accused me falsely. If I'm in jail, I'm thinking about all the bad things that happened to me. And then I would start to think, well, what if this didn't happen? Well, if this didn't happen, I wouldn't be in jail. Well, if my brothers didn't hate me, I wouldn't be here. Well, if I wouldn't have been in Potiphar's house at that specific time, maybe Potiphar's wife wouldn't have seen me. You know, I would start thinking about all these situations. But then let's fast forward to when Joseph is out of jail. And turn your Bibles to to Genesis chapter 30, and that's where we're going to start. And again, with this podcast, we're going to use the scripture. Uh to help with our study because that's that's what we're going to base everything off of the scripture actually i said chapter 30 go to chapter 50 chapter 50 now here 
Remember, if you're Joseph, you're second in command now. And so guess who has all the power now? You do. And so your brothers come to Egypt. They want food. And you do all this for them. And your father dies. And so the brothers here are afraid that Joseph is just being nice to us because dad's dad's dead now. So now that dad's gone, Joseph is going to kill us. But notice Joseph's attitude here in Genesis chapter 50. And we're going to start in verse number uh, number 18. And so now this is what his brothers say. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. But watch this. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? As for you, all those years and all those things you did to me, you thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good to bring it to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. You know, we're talking about our, our topic. God's plan for you is not pleasant. You know, one thing I've kind of had to learn, you can't really focus on on the pain and you can't really focus on um, the things happening right now. One thing that um, that an instructor of mine actually told me a long time ago, I emailed him about a question and I was asking him some things and he said, Jordan, one thing you got to do and it's very hard. He said, you can't look at the here and now. He said, you have to be able to look big picture and you have to be able to work towards goals by looking at the bigger frame and not at the small frame. And so Joseph here was able to do that. Now, was throwing in the pit, was being thrown in the in the pit pleasant? No. Was being sold into slavery pleasant? No. Was being accused of doing something that you didn't do and thrown into jail for two years wrongfully pleasant? No. Was helping the butler and the baker in jail and both of them forgetting about you. Is that pleasant? No. But was that God's plan for Joseph? Yes. And so Joseph could have sat there in jail and got bitter. Joseph could have sat there in jail and got angry. Joseph could have sat there in jail and cursed God. But instead, Joseph... We see here in chapter 50, he was able to look at the bigger picture. He was saying, look, guys, I had to go through everything I went through. Why? Because it was God's plan that I had to do that. You see, one thing that's uh, that can help us so much in this life is perspective. We can either take two views on things we go through in this life. We can either take the victim view or we can take the perspective view. You see, the victim view, we always find ourselves as the victim. Oh, man, this happened to me. Oh, I can't believe this happened. Or I can't believe I went through this. Or I can't believe nothing's happening for me, right? You can say this over and over and over and you can play the victim. Or you can use a perspective view, just like Joseph, and say, what is the purpose of these things? Maybe I have to go through this in order to help other people. And Joseph realized, look, you meant it for evil. I know you did. 
but God meant it for good. And sometimes God's plan is not pleasant. Sometimes it's not. Now let's look at the next example. Let's look at uh, let's look at Paul next. Uh, let's go to Acts. Yes, uh, let's go to Acts chapter. Uh, I believe it's twenty six. That's where I want to go. Acts chapter twenty six. And Paul, this is a good one too. And this is where I got the idea uh, for this podcast. Acts chapter. Oh, actually, chapter twenty seven. I was a chapter off. Acts chapter twenty seven. Now here, Paul is is obviously being taken captive, and this is his voyage to Rome. And so he's hitting so many different spots to get to Rome, but he's under Roman control. And so he's going and going and going to different spots. So here they're actually sailing, but Paul, notice what he says here. Watch verse number 6, or verse number 10. And Paul admonished them, verse 18, or verse number 9, and then verse number 10. And said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and with much damage. Stop right there. Was it God's will that Paul go through that journey and that voyage? Yes, because how else was Paul going to get to Rome? He had to go through much hurt and he had to go through much damage. When we think about God's plan for me and you, you know, sometimes do you ever think about in your Christian walk, why am I here? Why did the Lord put me here? Why did the Lord have me go through what I'm going through? What does the Lord want me to do? You ever ask yourself those questions? Sometimes in God's plan, those questions won't get answered until way, way, way later. But in the meantime, just like Paul said, guess what you, you're probably going to have to go through? Much hurt and much damage. You see, God's plan isn't always like this, right? God's plan for you is like this. Because guess what life is? Life is hills and then life is valleys. Hills and valleys, right? And so with that much hurt and much damage going through... What are you going to do when that happens? Are you going to quit? Are you going to question God? Are you become are you going to become bitter against people? Are you going to become bitter against God's people? Are you going to become bitter against people who have wronged you? You see Paul could have been bitter against a lot of people, but was he? Joseph could have been bitter against a lot of people, but was he? And both of these men had the right to be bitter but were they you see they use perspective right and so paul said here look this voyage is gonna be with much hurt and damage and not only for the landing of the ship but for our lives this this is not gonna be an easy voyage it's christianity an easy voyage no you see when i remember the day i was baptized i was so happy you know, and it was freezing outside, right? And you know how sometimes when it, it's cold outside, but then on the inside of the car, you turn the heat on and the car and the, the windows start to fog up. I remember this like it was yesterday. I wrote a map and I put an X at the bottom of the window and then I put a straight line and another X and I wrote heaven. And I said, that's going to be my map from this day forward. 
you know that map has gotten me everywhere and it's it has not been a straight line to get there you see your life as a christian is the best life you can live because you have hope you have a peace that passes all understanding you know where you're going to go after this life but you're going to go through some hurt you're going to go through some damage in this life but are you going to have the endurance to keep going now let's let's notice this so paul says that in verse 10 then let's jump all the way down to verse number 21 but after long abstinence paul stood forth in the midst of them and said sirs you should have hearkened unto me we should not have loosed from crete to gain this harm and loss well watch verse 22 but now i exhort you to be of good cheer for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship for there stood by me this night the angels of God, whom I am, whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, uh, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given all them that sail with thee. Now watch verse 25. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. So how can I be of good cheer? How can you be of good cheer when this life is hard? How can we be of good cheer when we're going to go through damage? Because you're a Christian. You have hope. And Paul understood that. Be of good cheer. For lo. Watch this. I believe God. Do you believe God? You know sometimes when trials. And when pain happens in our lives as a Christian. And when we're doing the right things in our lives. But still we. It seems as if pain and struggle. And. And loss and other things keep coming. You're going to question why you do what you do. If you haven't already you're going to question it. And you're going to question why am I doing this. You're going to question why am I working so hard. You're going to question does the Lord have a plan for me. You're going to question a lot of things. But one thing that I found helpful is not questioning so much. Because when you when you ask those questions and you don't get an answer. That's when you start getting discouraged because your your answer is not in your time. But one thing that you have to do is just what Paul said here. I believe God. Just like Joseph, my brothers threw me in the pit. I believe God. I was accused wrongfully. I believe God. I'm in jail for two years. I believe God. No, he's in second in command. Do you believe God through your trials? You see, those trials only make you stronger. But you can't focus on them. You have to use them. That's the difference. A lot of Christians today focus on the trial. They don't use it. They focus on it. There's a difference. You see, in this life as a Christian, you're going to go through heartbreak. In this life as a Christian, you're going to go through loss. In this life as a Christian, you're going to go through weariness. In this life as a Christian, you're going to you're going to go through burnout. In this life as a Christian, you're going to think you're the only one. But the thing that gets us into this abyss of loneliness is when we focus on those things. But instead of focusing on them, use them. Well, how do I use them? Just like Joseph. Perspective. You see, here's one thing I learned about Christianity. 
Christianity isn't isn't a feeling religion. Is there emotion involved in it? For sure. There's joy, there's pain, there's sorrow, there's emotion. But it's not based off emotion. Christianity is a mental religion. You have to be strong here. And if you can't be strong here, when the people when people don't like you, when brethren don't like you, when things happen, when you're accused wrongfully, when people say things about you, when people don't talk to you, when people when they do all that stuff, you're weak here because you're so focused on how you feel, you're going to fall every single time. 100% guarantee. I can promise you that you're going to fall. But if you're strong here and you believe God, just like Paul, nothing's going to stop you. It doesn't matter who they are. Nothing's going to stop you because you believe God. And so here's the last example. And we're going to use the best for last. Go to Matthew chapter 26. And remember what we're talking about here. We're talking about sometimes God's plan for you is not pleasant. It's not. Well, how can you say that? Because our master went through it. Notice Matthew chapter 26. And I want you to start. Uh, let's start in verse 38. Notice what Jesus says here. And this is when he's in the garden of Gethsemane. Verse 38. Then saith he unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. Now notice this. And he went a little farther and he fell on his face praying, saying, oh, my father, if it be possible. Let this cup pass from me. You ever say that sometimes when you go through something? Lord, if this is your will, can you please just let this pass? Lord, if this is your will, can you please help me? Can you? Is there anything you can do diff of Jesus? You see, at the second, he says this. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh to his disciples and said, and findeth them asleep and said unto Peter, could you not watch with me one hour? And so you think about Jesus. Remember what we're talking about. Sometimes God's plan isn't pleasant. Was it God's plan for Jesus to leave the glories of heaven? Was it God's plan for him to become a man on this earth and to go through Every single trial that we go through. Was it God's plan. For the people that he created. The people that Jesus literally created. Was it God's plan for all of them to turn on him. Yep. Was it God's plan. For Judas to betray him. Yeah. Was it God's plan for our Lord to be scourged? Was it God's plan for our Lord to be spit upon? Was it God's plan for him to carry that cross by himself? Was it his plan for him to just hang there while everyone is mocking him? It was God's plan. You think all of that was pleasant for Jesus? 
You think Jesus wanted to go through that? And the thing about us, and that's the thing that makes Jesus so amazing to me, is that remember, he was 100% man, but 100% God. He knew every single day, I got to go through this. Because he's God, he knew of the days ahead, specifically everything that would happen to him. He knew it, but he still went through it because he knew that was God's plan. You see, the thing about us, we don't know. But will we have enough faith just like Jesus did and go through it? See, here's one verse that has helped me a lot, and I hope it'll help you. In Psalm chapter 46, verse number 10, the Bible says, Be still and know that I am God. Well, what, is, what does be still mean? Does, he, does it mean he doesn't want me to do anything? Does it mean he just... He doesn't want me to, to work or, or, to, or to, no, that's not what it means. It means this. In your life, think about the trials you've gone through. Think about the pain you've gone through. Think about the heartbreak you've gone through. Think about the things that people have said about you. Think about those things. You know, I used to think, man, I got to defend myself. I used to think if I lost something, man, I got to find a way to get it back. Man, I used to think if something happened to me, man, I got to find a way to fix it. I got to find a way. Be still and know that I am God. And so instead of me trying to figure everything out, guess who I give it to? I give it to God. You notice something about what people say all the time? Especially in the church. You know, when people, when someone hasn't seen you for a while or... Or, or you talk to somebody or, you know, most people ask you, well, what, what are you going to do with your life? Which is, it's not a bad question. But people ask, well, well, are you married yet? Are you seeing somebody yet? What are you doing with your life? What What are you driving? What are you, where are you going to go? What are you doing? People always want you to tell them what's going on. That's not bad. And I'm not saying it's bad at all. But sometimes people want you to have your life figured out so fast. But what does the Lord tell us to do? Does the Lord ever tell you to figure things out? When you go through a trial or a tribulation or or a rough patch in your life, does he ask you to figure it out? You know, I read something the other day. It said, God doesn't require you to fix things in your life. All he requires is for you to trust that he's already got it handled. Be still and know that I am God. So by what we've studied today, I think we can come to a unanimous conclusion That God's plan for you and for me may not be pleasant. But do you have enough faith to be still and know that even though this voyage is going to have much hurt and much damage. Are you going to have enough faith to trust God? That he will allow you to get where he wants you to go.
I hope you do. And I hope that I'll continue to do the same thing. May we continue to follow God's plan for us. Let's not try to fix it. Let's not try to do other things. Let's let's focus on him. Here's one more quick example. Imagine God as a painter. And imagine him sitting on that easel and, and painting this beautiful masterpiece, right? And he's painting and he's, it is beautiful, right? And you, that canvas is your life. And you're sitting there behind him watching what he's painting. I like that so far. It looks nice. It looks, it looks pretty good. But then you see something you want to add. So what do you do? You pick up a paintbrush and you kind of reach over God's shoulder like that and you kind of put some details there. Does God want you to do that? Because guess what you've done? You messed up his timing. You messed up his his masterpiece. You see, sometimes with, not sometimes, all the time with God, don't interfere with what he's doing with you. You may not get it. Lord, you should be working on this part right now. Why are you staying over here for so long? I know what I'm doing. Trust him. Don't try to fix things when you see things should be fixed. Just say, this is a part of the Lord's plan for me. I just got to trust that he's going to help me. And so may we all be still and know that God is God. Thank you.